Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... All right, so your next storyteller, this is his second time doing this. Did a really amazing job last time. I know he's going to do just as good a time this time. Give it up for Rakim Henderson. Um, everybody's talking about their dad today, so um, I guess I'll continue on the same thing. Uh, growing up, I hated my dad. I wanted nothing to do with the man. Um, it changed over time, but it was a, took a lot to change it. Uh, I don't have very many memories of him. The few I do have, I've never really seen him as my dad. I just thought he was a random guy that my mom would drop me off to. Um, I did. I, I, he, I felt like he left me alone. Um, he, he, he's, from, uh, he's, he's from Baltimore, but he grew up out here in Norfolk. He... Uh, he's serving uh, three life sentences currently. Uh, he's just he was a bad guy. But everybody always just say good things about him. Yeah, 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 dad is real smart, or he's a nice guy. And um, I, was, I never really knew that. Only thing I really knew about him was um, that he was in jail. Uh, he had, I had, um, by my, on my dad's side of the family, I had 12 brothers and sisters. Only knew about eight of them. And um, he used to always, he, when he bring us, brought, brought us around each other, I never really knew they were my brothers and sisters because he didn't want his wife to find out that he had other children, which was crazy because um, I, my, I turned 25 in May. Uh, my sister turned 25 in June. And um, this July, my brother turns 25. We don't even know each other, <laughs> which is which I thought was crazy. We don't even know each other. Me and my sister Ashley, the one who just turned 25, we graduated high school together. Never said two words to each other, uh, which is insane. And, uh, and uh, so I just, I remember when I was in middle school, I told my mom, can you please stop accepting these collect calls? I don't want nothing to do with them anymore. And um, it crushed them. And so part of me felt good that it crushed them. And um, I want him to feel like I felt. I felt alone. I was angry all the time. I, I, I isolated myself from people a lot because I hated my sister. Her, my sister was then born. Her father was in her life the entire time. And so I hated that man, too, because I'm like, man, I, I didn't get to grow up like this. And um, uh, it took me. And I remember when I got around um, college. He used to call me all the time when I was in college. He was happy I was in college. He says, man, I wish you, you would run track again. He was like, he said, you know, I used to be a runner. And I was like, yeah, 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 maybe. And um, I blocked his number right after that. Well, not his number, but the calls. I blocked the collect calls after that. So I didn't want anything to do with him. Um, and it took me, it took me, my uncle, my uncle died. My uncle died a few years later. I was in the military at the time. Um, it was, it was, military was a crazy time. It's another story. I was in some cult and all this other stuff. Uh, then my uncle passed, and I really had some time to think. And I was just thinking, maybe I should try to get to know my father. So um, I called my grandmother and my aunt and let them know that, hey, I really want to get to know the guy. And he eventually, he called me, and I was like, hey, you know, I was worried about you. I thought you were sick or something. And he was like, man, I'm surprised you worried about it. I thought you hated my guts. It's like, I do, but I'm trying to get past all that. And uh, we, we spoke for a little bit that year, but, you know, we um, kind of had a falling out. I don't remember what it was because we had a falling out. And I decided to get to know my um, brothers and sisters, all 12 of them, but I only knew eight. So um, I reached out to Ashley, as usual, she hit me with the, hey, let me call you back and then block my number. 
Um, my oldest brother, Little Kenny, I got in contact with him. He, he was like, man, you finally want to talk to somebody. And um, we started, we got really close, and I started meeting my other brothers and sisters. I won't name all of them. We'll be here all day. Um, we started to really get to know each other. Uh, then we started to get to know each other, started hanging out, and then we had my one brother who's the bad seed. Um, he just got out of jail, and we, me and him started hanging out to get to know each other. And that's when I met one of my younger sisters, Akira. I didn't know she existed at the time. And, and just getting to know her, like, and just to see what she went through was kind of interesting for me. Uh, she never really had a male figure in her life. I'm her older brother, so I was just like, okay, uh, I don't want you to went through what I went through. So I just tried my best to, you know, to be like that, um, that figure in her life that she needed. She was 18 at the time. Uh, she was turning 19. I, I wasn't a real good influence on her. Her 19th birthday, I bought her uh, a bottle of Douce and a bottle of Hennessy and made her drink it for 19 seconds. And uh, so I couldn't say I was that good of an influence on her. But I always wanted her to do good. I said, so I tried to get her back in school. Uh, we had her falling out again, but we had met her had a falling out. But at least she got me to the point where I started t- really talking to my dad. Um, she told me he had cancer. I, I didn't know. I didn't know it. Uh, nobody really knew, but she said he has cancer. She told me. said, don't tell nobody. So I guess I broke that uh, promise with her. Um, so uh, I said, I guess... I'll try to get to know him. Um, so uh, my aunt called me. She says, hey, I'm going to go visit your dad. Do you want to go? I said, sure, because he's right now, he's in Petersburg. So we drove to Petersburg. Uh, I remember we got up there. I remember my heart was just beating real hard and real fast. I was like, man, I don't even know this guy. And why, so why am I nervous about meeting him? I don't care what he thinks about me, which I was trying to convince myself, but I really did care what he was going to think. And we got in there, and he could not figure out who I was. You know, we went through, you know, went through, you had to go through all these little security doors and things. And he did not know who I was. I remember I got in there, I sat down, and he kept looking at me. He didn't want to tell me he didn't know who I was. But he, but he, so he started, like, trying to joke around and saying, like, like, man, you look like Hashid. That's one of my brothers. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he is my brother. And um, he's just, like, saying all this stuff. And so he, so he hit me with the magic question. How's your mom doing? Oh, no, she doing good. She doing great. Uh, oh, what's she work at now? Oh, she a teacher. Okay, okay. So then he figured out who my mom was. He said, he said man, man, you didn't got big, man. I ain't seen you since you was six. I was like, yeah, I wonder why. And, um, you know, I was kind of a little, excuse my language, I was a little asshole to him. But, you know, I, I, I'm glad that he, you know, kind of, he took that. He took it. He was just like, okay, I'll take it. And um, he called me. I answered. I didn't want to, but I answered. And we, we spoke. It was an odd conversation because it was a lot of silence. Hey, it was good to see you. Yeah. So what did you do today? And it was just a weird conversation because I didn't know him, and he wanted to be my dad. I wanted him to be my father, but it was at the time, it was just we didn't really know each other. So... Um, uh, so I went to so I went to go see him again, but I always took uh, my my sisters with me because they knew him more than I knew him. So they would talk most of the time, and I'd just be there listening to them talk. And um, I actually started to get to know him, and I didn't really think he was that bad of a guy for his uh, circumstances. Um, he was actually a pretty good guy. He was he was fun. He's funny. He's extremely funny. Um, I realize where I get the goofiness from. He's I can't take him serious. He, um, he told my sister, uh, I remember your mom. 
She was like, how, what, what, uh, how'd you meet? He was like, yeah, uh, she was having sex with a cow. Like, he just, he, how did, he just said it to my sister to her face with a serious look on his face. But he, he didn't, it was a joke, but I was like, okay, I, I can't take nothing he say serious. But um, I, I, at that point, I decided, you know, I really wanted to try to get to know him. So instead of bringing my sisters up there, I, um, I came up there with my nephew. I, I, came, I wanted to go with myself, but I took my nephew with me just in case. Like I know he didn't get to see us grow up for real, so um, we get up there and um, sitting across from him, man. It's, it's weird because I never really spoke to him face to face. It was always it was me and my sisters and my nephew. He really wasn't in the conversation. He was just trying to get to the line to get some chips or whatever he was getting, and. Um, we really got to talk, he, we, and I really got to learn a lot about myself. He was like, I always worried about you because he said, you know, I'm bipolar. I was, I was scared I was going to pass that down to somebody. And I was like, well, you did. I'm bipolar too. And, and we started really seeing our similarity, just the way he think, the way he act, some of his nervous tics. I do the same things, which was crazy because I always thought something was just wrong with me. And I realized, nah, there's something wrong with my dad too. And so... Um, we had we had a real we had a real interesting conversation. He was telling me um, he was just telling me about my mom, which is stories I never heard before. I always thought she was this perfect angel, but I didn't know she was a little devil. He was talking about um, he said, "Man, I really tried to get to know you when you was little, man. I came to your house to come pick you up." And he said, "Your mom, your mom called me, telling me if you don't bring my son back, I'm gonna call the police right now." And so, you know, she was crazy. Um, that's a different story. Um, but it was good. I, I started to really understand him and forgive him for some of the things that I felt when I was younger. And I kind of wish that I got to know him before then, that it didn't take, you know, my sister telling me, hey, your father got cancer or my uncle passing away to get to know him. And as it's like I'm learning so much about myself. He actually gave me the confidence to um, to want to want to be a I want to be an actor. I want to be want to do comedy. That just because I never really thought I could do it. I never thought I'd be good at it. I never thought I could really do much. And um, just talking to him, it it, it boosted my confidence. It it gave me a sense of understanding. Like he was just telling me, he said, you know, man, I used to work with uh, Timberland. You know, I bought, y'all all, I bought all y'all Christmas from the events I got working with him. He said, I wrote a few songs and all that. And he was just telling me all this stuff I didn't know about him. And I just, I felt like, hey, if my father can do it, maybe I can. And for the first time, it took, I was, 20, I was 24, 24. First, it took me 24 years to really look at my dad as my dad. And I started to look back and regret all the times that I just kind of pushed him away. Like, he, he, he did what he did. He's paying for it, but I shouldn't have put all all that on him. And now that, you know, me and him starting to get close, it's Father's Day, and I can't even, like, call him, so that kind of hurts, you know. I can't call him, so I wrote him a letter. wrote him a letter the other day because I knew it was probably going to get there by today or yesterday. Um, I just just glad I get to know him. The guy, I, I really think he's a he's an amazing person. Besides the stuff he did before in the past, um, so he's he's really dedicated. He's in you know he's in jail. He doesn't have a way to make income, but he all he, he helped my sister out. He gave her two hundred dollars when she needed it. I, I know I probably sound just rambling, but 
everybody's talking about their father, and it hit me in the feels. And I usually don't like being in my feelings. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have any much else to say. I'm trying to hold myself together. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm sorry, I can't hold myself together. I'm sorry. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.